You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. It's Wednesday night at 2 o'clock in the morning and we have just started... An episode of the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, so Scott's not here. What do we talk about? I don't remember how we started talking about this, but somehow John kicks it off with One Direction. John I loves One Direction. I remember that. Yeah, he took it into more gender issues with Kick-Ass 2. Uh, Jim Carrey's reverse advertising tactics with a movie, Gilbert Gottfried's books on tapes and how they should exist. Holocaust shenanigans, somehow? What? I, nobody said shenanigans. No, you, well, wrote, I you wrote shenanigans. I wrote shenanigans. Uh, and then, you know, the schools that we attended and how much of it. Star Wars by J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Addendum Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Very different game from Far Cry 3. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Ta-da! Several directions. Up, down, left, right, and meow. I don't know, I'm pretty sure there's one direction. Meow? The band? <laughs> yes, the band. Oh my god, I hate I've you. never even heard a single One Direction song, but I was looking at the internet. I feel like your life is better. And there was <laughs> there was like something on the internet where people were saying that One Direction is like a like a ploy by corporate America to take young girls' money. Is that is that what that is? That absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Hasn't that been true for decades? Well, yeah, sure. There's the many other Boys bands and new kids. There's like a wealth of tradition in yeah, that. But I feel but it's not just that. I feel like um the like the music industry overall <laughs> this is really this is a little bit sexist and a little bit yeah, it's a little bit sexy. Yes, let's, let's talk about gender today. Cause We're going to talk about gender today. We're here. actually going to talk about gender today because I have read and watched the source material of our gender discussion. I read Kick-Ass 2 and then I went to go see Kick-Ass 2. So okay. we are going to talk about that. But then right. here's the sexist thing that I'm about to say right now is uh-huh. the music industry sat down and was like, who can't pirate music? And it was like, teenage girls. Yeah. And then they like... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not... <laughs> It's probably true, though. And then they're like, okay. The only demographic not clever enough to figure out BitTorrent things. <laughs> not clever enough? Yeah. Well, like, like, we're talking about, like, you... like silly, silly uh. mean girls, teenage girls. Like, we're not talking about, like... It doesn't mean they're clever enough. They're Hold just on, too dumb on. to try to think about it. We have one That's girl like... here. When did you figure out torrenting? Uh, like, a few months ago. All right. <laughs> Correct. But it's not because I wasn't clever. No. That's true, because you're not in the One Direction target demographic. That is true. <laughs> Thanks. That's wonderful. She's in the und direction. <laughs> There's an umlaut on the yeah. direction. It's also spelled D-I-R... And like I K S H U N and there's an umlaut over the U. That's Are you making fun of my metalness again? Yeah. All right. That's they're like a boy band, but they do metal. That's so great. yeah. So you did you research One Direction on the internet? God no. You said Direction, and I, I saw a single post about it today. Okay. Yeah. Um. So does anyone have anything that they actually want to lead off about One Direction, or can I can I talk about Kick Ass Two? I don't want to talk about One Direction. Tell me about Kick Ass Two. Kick Ass Two. Okay. Yeah. So based on our conversation, before we get into this, uh, I am upset. About? I am super. Well, I'm not upset. I'm not mad at you guys. I'm like, fuck, you guys. We're we're really because the whole gender thing, the whole like issue about everything happens when you three guys are together without the one chick in the group. Uh huh. Yeah, that that was because like I literally had read the article that day. Hey you! Whatever, man. You you were like, I need to be somewhere, so that's why you weren't there. Just like how Scott uh, needs to be a dad at one o'clock on a Wednesday morning, apparently. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So based on our discussions yeah. last time yeah. on a very special 90s, uh, we talked about the rape scene that brought Mark Miller under fire in his comic book Kick Ass Two. Yes. Um, so I was like, and I, and I mentioned in that episode I had not read the source material, but it really was just a rape scene. Right. So now I've gone and I've read Kick-Ass 2, okay. the trade. Saw the movie. And I went to go see the movie. Two two very different things happened with that scene. Oh, it's out? Yeah, it came out. Just, on, just, just came out. Yeah, it'll have been out for about a week and a half. I yeah. live under a rock. Yeah, you sure do. So the, the spoilers, I mean, for both the comic and the movie, the Red Mist character is played uh-huh. by... That guy's name who I can never remember, Mince Plast, Christopher Mince Plast. Okay. McLovin. 
Yeah. Red Mist, as played by McLovin, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. reforms himself into a supervillain and then renames himself the Motherfucker, which That's is the, the best supervillain name of all time. I'm no longer Red Mist. I'm the Motherfucker. Uh-huh. So good. And so he goes on like a crazy uh, supervillain-esque killing spree, whatever, and like makes no sense because remember it's like based loosely in reality. So like a killing spree doesn't make any sense in reality. It's just no. fucking bonkers. Yep. And then he decides that he's going to go find Kick-Ass's, what he thinks is Kick-Ass's girlfriend in the comic. Right. Um, when he finds her, he most certainly rapes her in the comic. Wow. However, yeah. one page prior to this, when we're talking about evil things on literary devices, yeah. for real, he machine guns down four, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah. Four eight-year-olds are like, little kids are like, hey, mister, are you a superhero? He's like, no, I'm a supervillain. There's a difference. <laughs> Mows them the fuck down. And That's people way are, worse. And people are like, way worse. then he raped! I was like, I'm pretty sure murderizing four fucking eight-year-olds is, like, in a way, way worse fucking situation Not, than raping someone. I don't think there's any ambiguity to that way. It is absolutely, unequivocally worse to murder children than it is to rape someone. Right. And then, because of all this outrage, they actually took the scene... They didn't take the scene out? Okay. I don't like weighing atrocities. That's... Very fair. It is very fair. However, yeah. in one of them there was four losses of life, and in the other one there was a terribly. Uh, I don't like weighing them. Cruel but act. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so what happened in the movie? They and in the movie, they, they they set it up exactly the same way. They they subtract murdering eight year olds. Yeah. Completely, the people that he murders are grown ups. He doesn't kill kids. I think that's a movie thing. Okay. Like, it's still cowardly. Well, it, it's not. No, 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 no. Like ratings wise, like if you're murdering children, like okay. it's like uh, if you're murdering children in a movie that's even remotely a comedy, you're fucking looking for, like, a NC-17+. plus. Yeah. Like, it's not just R, it's gonna okay, be... Okay, like but it was an NC-17 comic book. Yeah. As, as far as those things go. Right, but you're, that limits the number of screens you're on by, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's economic reasons to it. Whatever. I'm saying artistically. It is cowardless. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then they lead right up to the scene as though there's gonna be a rape, and I'm watching this, I just read the book, and I'm like, oh, man! Here it comes! Rape. Yeah. And then they, they turn it into, like, rather effectively... Like, his intentions are to rape, yeah. but because he's such a shitty fucking pathetic character, like, he can't get it up, and he's, like, turning around, and then he's just, like, whatever, and then he's like, just fuck it, beat her up! Like, yeah. so I was like, eh, like safe, okay. for sure, yeah. but, like, and I felt that, like, in the way of maybe detracting a little bit from the heat of having a character rape another character in what fundamentally is a comedy, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's, like, a fucking cold-blooded rape in the middle of... It's a super dark comedy, though. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. Okay, anyway, whatever. It's it's you head into that area of like what's a like it's a rape joke and whatever else because yeah. like the movie is much funnier than the comic book. Okay, the comic book is always extre- like extremely dark comedy, whereas the movie's a little bit more like safer safer yeah. comedy. Yeah. So anyhow, and I don't think it really played off because the bad guy did want to rape her but couldn't get it up, which is like equally shitty on him as a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, totally, totally. And he's supposed to be a pathetic bad guy, so that's what happens in the movie. So, this all brings us together into gender roles, which is the fact that if you're trying to, as a, as a, a, a writer or a, I guess a filmmaker, comic book artist or whatever, a creator, and you're trying to show your guy committing terrible atrocities, is rape just off the books because it's bad? But you're like, it's fucking, you're showing atrocities. Mm-hmm. Sophie. I don't think that I can answer your question because I don't fully understand what you're trying to get out of me. Yeah, I'm an author. I've never been raped. I'm not a woman. I want to show my bad guy being super bad. Yeah. So I make him rape someone. Mm-hmm. Am I terrible? N- no, I think the guy's terrible. The the bad guy? Yeah. Okay, so okay. So you're you're in agreement with Mark Miller. Mark Miller being like, yeah, my bad guy did something really, really terrible. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm a fucking rape endorser. No. I mean, do news anchors reporting rape or murder here and there, does that mean they're perpetuating the thing and therefore endorsing it? But they have an obligation to do so as news anchors. Okay. Well, people doing anything, talking about writing about wars in, in fiction novels or anything like that, I still don't think... No, well, I d- don't agree. The, 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 yeah, like they are, the question then is, like, are there some subjects which should be verboten? Like and just not not made into art, not talked about, or not, um, or even like talked about is okay, but just like not made into art, which is where the Mark Miller thing comes yeah, up. Yeah. Like people are bitching, saying like rape just has no place in funny books. Okay, wait. Um, I have a weird. I don't know if I agree with this because I don't think that writing a comic is art. I think writing a comic is. Um, I, I don't see creating a story as. 
art. Really? That's really, really harsh. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't. A writer. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm diminishing it because yeah. I love it and I think it's wonderful. And I mean, I do it myself, but I don't. I don't see it as the same thing. Uh, I see it as two separate things. Like there, there's people who see art as a form of expression. In that case, yes, absolutely, it would include you know writings and stories or whatever and everything mm -hmm. that you put in it but i just don't don't think it i think that in a specific context it works huh? I, I don't know if i'm making any sense no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know I, I'm, I'm like i'm interested you being like a more of like a visual artist yeah and then like because like as a non-visual artist i absolutely think that like if you're creatively expressing yourself and the product is not fucking like functional it's an art i guess i have a hard There's time even art in the functional creative products you know like, i think but i don't even think it's an art form in the sense like if someone writes a true crime novel i yeah. don't think it's an art i think you could write it artfully like art ish yeah. yes. but i don't think the thing is art but it's that's like, a true crime novel that's fact it's it's like creating a story like you know uh, an ad like a short story compared to a poem to me that's two different things like a poem would be more artsy and a story would be more like a skill. People it, learn how to I write stories. That, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I, probably I, crazy. I couldn't possibly disagree with you more. I really <laughs> okay. think um, no, it's, like, it's... storytelling is an art form. Yeah, it's not a visual art, and yeah, it's not like the traditional high arts of like sculpture and bucking, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like painting, I said, it's, but, it's not a visual art. Yeah, but it is definitely art, and yeah. it definitely takes artistics, and there are definitely grandmaster artists and us. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I think I, like, I would, yeah. I'd say Shakespeare is an artist. Like he's just writing fucking plays and there's people talking rhyme. Uh, but yeah. to me, I don't it's know. Still I don't. I, I have a hard time resolving that in my head. It's not that I'm saying. I mean, I really value writings and stuff. I'm not saying that it's anything less than a fucking painting that we'll see somewhere else. Just because in my head it's not art. But yeah, hmm. I don't know. I, it probably it's just my brain's broken. So then, so then a storyteller, a storyteller who's telling a story. He's allowed to basically do anything to get a story across, I think, personally. Okay. I'm just saying, he can fucking tell horrible atrocities, he could be fucking perverse, he could fucking... If he wants to, he could even fucking have, like, a really fucking graphic rape scene if he wants to. It's fucking weird, and if that's not for you, don't read it. I agree with you. Or stop reading it. I know, I'm just... I'm talking to the internet right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So I think fucking everybody are big bitches, and I was, like, actually... <laughs> I was actually upset that in this entire fucking debate, the fact that he obliterates four children right beforehand was not, like, mentioned not anywhere. addressed in the articles on, like, Comics Alliance and stuff like that, yeah. being, like, like, he commits a rape right after murdering children is, like, whoa. Yep. And, and I mean, like, the, like, Kick-Ass has actually, um, if you look at all the covers of all their magazines, all the magazines, comic books, uh... They like they revel in their like their warnings, being like bloody disgusting, like whatever. And it's like like there's not fucking big letters children. being like yeah. absolutely not for children. Yeah. Like a man's right. head will explode inside. Like they have like hilarious fucking like yeah warnings on the things. And you're like if you're reading this and you're like oh well I didn't expect like the fucking violence and, and like, nobody yeah. expects the violence in a fucking book called Kick Ass like yeah. and where he's bleeding on the cover of almost every issue. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yep. Yep. So yes. Hmm. So nine to five crew agrees that you're allowed to write about rape in fucking fiction, and it doesn't make you endorse rape. Yep. And if you're out there thinking that rape is a terrible thing, it should never be in fiction, and you're thinking fucking murder is okay, you got a serious problem. Yeah. For I reals. would. I would even go as far as to say that it is almost encouraged to. If you want your villain to be doing something fucking awful to exemplify it, because like it shows you that this villain is a fucking terrible person. It He's really the does. scum of the fucking earth. This is what rape is. Rape is done by the scum of the earth. Like mm -hmm. you just hide it from fucking society, you're not even gonna fucking know what rape is, and you're just yep. gonna think like it's just called rough sex, you know, or some shit. You're like, and that's yeah. okay, and like you're like, no, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. So yes. Either way, though, in conclusion, hey, was it a good movie? Kickass two both in comic book and film form, mm -hmm. was uh, tremendously entertaining. It, they, they were both great follow-ups. I've always... Um, I found the same thing from the first book to the first movie, okay. which is that the movie is actually more comic book-y than the f 
book? Yeah, I found it got a little silly at the end. The whole jetpack sequence. Oh I my was god! Like, what the fuck? I wanted to burn everything when I saw yeah. that. I really yeah. hated the jetpack. It, it was thing. good leading up to that because yes. it was like down tempo and very much like a guy in a stupid suit on the streets getting his face pounded in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, who, who, then, who sort of like by accident kind of gets a superpower, but like fa- not really. In the <laughs> fact that he was beaten so badly that his nerve endings got damaged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now he feels painless. So Yay. funny. Yeah, I, I loved and hated a lot about both the, the, the comic and the movie, the first ones, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So the, I don't know about the second. The second one doesn't fully even, doesn't fully retcon the jetpack, but it certainly doesn't draw attention to it. I think they realized they made a mistake. Like yeah. when they because like when, uh, when Red Mist is like fucking getting mad about Kick-Ass killing him, they just show the bazooka shooting him through the window, whatever, like in the Nothing flashback. Else, yeah. There's like, there is no jetpack scene because the so jetpack was dumb as shit. This, this was pretty big on the internet. Also, was um, Jim Carrey um, refused to do any promo for the film, quoting that his um, after having finished filming it and like sort of seeing part of the end product, he was mm-hmm. like, "This was too violent. I never should have made a funny movie with this much violence in it. I regret it deeply, and I, I don't want to be part of it." Specifically, due to yeah. the events of Sandy Hook. Yeah, like he, of it what, wasn't sorry? just like he changed his mind. The, the school shooting. Uh, the school shooting. Okay. The, yeah. Like the elementary school shooting, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. the guy who shot up kids like and then he just he bailed on everything and I heard like a longer because he had that little tweet and then he explained himself in an article being like because I think that the producers got pretty fucking pissed yeah there was a whole bunch of being like star big star power doesn't come out and do promo stuff and like that was the big one you know normally uh, actors have to like tour around and talk about the movie and whatever he just refused to do interviews about it refused to talk about it he didn't say bad things about it he just well (laughs) until it's super funny though is like they were talking about how in the like in reverse publicity world he actually helped a lot because they were just sort of like oh shit it's so violent he doesn't want to talk about it yeah and the movie's fucking kick ass so you're like (laughs) yeah like it's gonna be super violent Jim Carrey off. <laughs> it was yeah. so violent, one of the actors doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, he had a longer statement that actually went on to be like, I really, like, he was like, it's like with great apologies to the filmmakers and stuff because I really think it's a good movie. Yeah. And I think that, like, everybody performed really well. Like, I'm not, not doing this because I think the film is bad in any way. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, I've had a personal, like, change of heart that I can't do this in good conscience anymore. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be like, shaken my name out of the credits and I don't want them to yeah, not yeah. release it or whatever he's just like it's just not for me anymore which I mean I think pretty straight up yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean like yeah. it's, a, it's a little shitty yeah. I think because you're relying on like you, you he's like if you sort of like follow the like the motif of the first one he's like the Nick Cage he's like the bigger star yeah. who is sort of there not as a starring role but to bring like a big name to the fucking that, that's like part of what billboard. he gets his paycheck for, right? Is to to have his name exactly. on there and like to in the do third the promo one, it stuff. Might be someone else, yeah. you know, yeah. like you have like one of these guys in a movie who's like. Wait a, a minute, fun. Nick Cage wasn't in this. Nick Cage absolutely dies at the end of the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the other couple big changes, obviously, uh, in the book, Hit Girl is like maybe now ten because she was like eight in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, she's and much like, older she's now. like twelve or thirteen in the first one, and yeah. now she's fifteen in the second yeah. one. Like, which makes. A lot of the violence, a lot more palatable. I have a hard time with the actress who plays Hit Girl. I really do. Really? Yeah, because I've seen her in another movie, and when I saw Kick Ass, I'm like, she always has the same face that whole squinty, pouty face look, huh. and really bothered well, me. And then I'm like, maybe Sophie she made just... the pouty face. Yes, I did. It was totally, <laughs> you guys missed it. It was great. Oh, I saw it. And then I saw her in another movie, and she does that face in there as well. So I was like, that's annoying. It's, yeah, doubly it's annoying. Like, it's like the female Michael Sarah. Yeah, or who's the guy that voiced Iago? Gilbert <laughs> <laughs> Godfrey? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you and that other guy who's on Third Rock. where he reads from Twilight? Huh? For the vagina monologues? They get him to read the funniest shit out there. Really? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, my vagina is a temple. Yeah. <laughs> like, Holy crap. I need those books on tape. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the best. He released an entire book on tape. <laughs> Just the Godfrey collection. Yeah. <laughs> like really, really serious things. Like, like Wuthering yeah. Heights. And I just had, so you, were, you were like Wuthering Heights. My first one was The Diary of Ed Frank. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude. Too far. Dude. Is it though? No, it really is. Uh, yeah, that's too far. No way, dude. There was the time traveling and Frank shit and fucking Was there? Yeah. In the what? We- oh, uh, not time traveling. The alien and Frank storyline in American Horror Story 2. Oh. 
Yeah, which well, may, or, may or may not have been true. She wasn't time traveling. Like in in the in the story of American Horror Story two, that actually was Anne Frank. Right. I don't think she was an alien. That was like literally Anne Frank got out and just refused to talk about it because she wanted her book to have I got meaning. Got confused with the aliens. Yeah, that was a different storyline. Different part. And of actually, that's kind of like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you want to like get into like deep Holocaust stuff, turning it into stories. Like that's that, that's a little weird for me. But like, still, whatever. I thought it was. X Men did it. Magneto. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they just like draw upon it. They don't really like. I don't know. There's a. We're going to talk about it in a future episode. Are we? Of the, of an oh, I feel uncomfortable talking about this subject with a clearly German guy and an Aryan boy. I don't know why. Nah. You know? Either way. I, I, have, I have a lot of this, this stuff like deeply rooted in my history. I grew up in an incredibly Jewish neighborhood. Like, like I was the Christian boy on the block. There was me and my next-door neighbors were the only Christians on the street. There was a synagogue that also had a children's school attached to it literally down the street. All my friends were Jewish. I learned about the Holocaust and all of this stuff when I was like because I'd have sleepovers with my buddies and they'd be like, yeah, and you're going to hell and blah, blah, blah. Like all this like stuff that we, we didn't really understand. Jews don't I, have hell. But the the equivalent thereof, the, the like, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't you're not bad. one of God's chosen I don't chosen feel people. bad talking about this stuff at all. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I, 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 in fucking modern times, had like reverse, it's not reverse, it's racism, but it's like reverse World War II racism in grade eight. Where I went to a predominantly Jewish private school, and I wasn't allowed to hang out with some people on account of their parents told them that he wasn't allowed to hang out with the German kid. Fucking, I was like, what? This is fucking... Yeah. This is from... This, this is, is the late 90s. Like, yeah. what? I was like, your parents were not in World War II, nor were my parents. Like, yeah. your grandparents were in World War II. I'm pretty sure, as grandchildren of people who may have been involved in World War II... We have very little to do with the people who may or may not have been in World War Two. Serious. Fucking crazy. It's odd. When I was growing up, I was one of those kids that um, my parents really believed in teaching me things and telling me the truth of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did. However, I was one of those kids that didn't see anything, that, that visualized everything she was told in this magical, fantastical way because I had this uncontrollable imagination, as mm-hmm. I still do. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't tell me something without fully illustrating it and showing me pictures and books so I understood that it wasn't a magic thing. So when somebody, for example, when I met a Vietnamese boy for the first time, and I was like, I met this boy in class, and he's so cool and stuff, and he's nice to me, my mom's like, oh, you should be nice to him because he's one of the boat people. And Uh, so I had no idea what that went. So I went to school and I said, my mom says you live on a boat. (laughs) It just made no sense whatsoever. And yes. And somehow I mentioned his brother dying. Uh, Yeah. Did your brother die on the boat? He lost some. I remember that. No, well, he's he's one of the families that came over from Vietnam. I remember this kid. And yes, his brother did die on the boat on the way over. Yeah, yeah, no, some harsh stuff. So I was just talking. My teachers were like, "Let's just go outside for recess." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, we no filter whatsoever. Yeah, I got crazy obsessed with the Holocaust in grade seven. Yeah, I I did too. I read all kinds of stuff about it, like at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like really, really into it. I even, like, I remember writing, like, a weird story about the fucking Nazis fucking, like, kidnapping a kid and then fucking smashing his head against the wall and all that I stuff. I feel like we've done a Holocaust episode Maybe. already. Like, I don't know if I do. I don't know if I got into this part. Because this is, this is, like, comic book stuff. Because, <laughs> like, I read Mouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I read those when yeah, I was in high I never school. did. Like, and I was, like, and, like, I've reread Mouse, like, mm-hmm. several times since then. And it was like, what the fuck was I, why was I reading this when I was 12? Like... This is unfold. This is really dark, and there's a lot of violence. It is. Yeah. It's really. I wasn't able to read it more than once. I read it when I was something like fifteen, sixteen. I was like, I, once is enough. I'm. I feel conflicted about what I've just read. It was hmm. then and there where I decided that real comics were black and white, and I didn't read fucking color comics until I met Scott. <laughs> like really? Basically, yeah. Watchmen? Nope. I like skipped out on what? No, no, it wasn't then and there. So it was about. Yeah. I think it was maybe when I reread it. A grade ten, I think I had already read Watchmen. Okay. And then I was just sort of like the I wouldn't read anything for like two or three years that was not by Oni Press, uh, Slave Labor Graphics, and there was another one, hmm. which were like the the black and white, well known in just like publishing indie stuff, comics, indie stuff. Yeah. yeah, so like Jim Mafood stuff, John yeah. Vasquez, uh, Andy Watson, uh, what's his name? Scott, not J. Scott Campbell, uh, Scott Morris, just Scott Morris, all, all these fucking guys, they're super uh-huh. good, super fun, I'm like really glad, that was, we told you about, I don't know if I, possibly on the podcast and just in general, the story of when Scott and I met each other, 
Mariana introduced the two of us, and yeah. we're just sort of like, this is my friend Keith, like, he's super into comics. This is my friend Scott, he's super into comics. He's like, what do you read? I was like, like black and white indies, and Scott was like, uh, like spandex uh, superhero comics? Oh, cool. Okay. That <laughs> conversation's over. <laughs> that was like the same conversation when Marianne introduced you to me, and we were both like, yeah, that guy's kind of lame. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. I had no idea how you guys actually met. Hey, I was Did you guys uh, all meet in Dawson? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, I, um, I was like the nerdy raver skater kid. So I was like as much in Skate Club as I was in Sci-Fi Club, which I feel that bore some resentment to me from the Sci-Fi Club. Were you a skater boy? I was just a skater boy. I don't think it was about your association with the club that drew resentment. It was more just you being like a hyperactive, annoying twat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like out of control. (laughs) Out of control is exactly (laughs) the correct terminology. Like walking in, being super loud, bright, flashy clothing, being like, blah, 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 and then out the door, and everybody's like, what the shit was that? (laughs) And yet somehow, <laughs> years later, friends like, for life. Like and I was like, and like later on, <laughs> would prove to be one of the like lesser of the annoying newbies. Oh, hundred percent. Like just, just you know, just had to get past the. Yeah. And then I came in years later. Yep. No, you never really came into sci-fi. You just no. came into the group. Yeah. I came in years later after sci-fi. I never even went to Dawson. Yeah, no, but you were. Say what? When I was in second year, Sejap. You were in the vampire game, so then we were still all hanging out at Dawson for at least another year or two, like yeah, from yeah. from that point onwards. Could you be. were in the friend group. You weren't necessarily at Sci-Fi, but you were at the vampire. What to Cjep did you go to? I didn't go to Cjep, dude. Really? I dropped that high school before graduating no shit. high school. Yeah, I never went to college or Cjep. Huh. Wow. Dum Real. dum dum. <laughs> Real talk with yeah. Sophie. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you I ever went think for, about finishing it? Like, I, I don't even know to, what that would do, do I, for you. Yeah. I went to two different adult ed to try to finish uh, in my late teens and early 20s and then decided to fuck it all, yeah. make my own education. I mean, I used to skip class to go to the library and read because okay. I found yeah. other things that I found more interesting or more worthwhile. And then I decided not to, and I ended up taking a high school equivalency test uh, something like five years ago so yeah. I could go do my, my professional uh, and you got that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that okay. just to be able to go to professional makeup school and shit. So, huh. yeah. I used to go to the high school library because we had a very big library because we were a very old school. I used and to the go to the library. Was only library. an old lady, so you could just like hang out in the library and she would never see or hear you. Nice. It was the best. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not to read though, just to fuck around. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you like head into the back of the section and like fucking grade seven and grade eights would like come in for a library thing. We'd be like, oh fuck. We need to leave. <laughs> I used to love the Dawson Library. I used to, when I, this is back when I was no longer in school. I had dropped out by then. My mm-hmm. friends, I was hanging out with people that were in college, and so I was like, you should see this library. They have this huge section. And I was really into reading about um, other religions and mythologies and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I spent, like, I think three or four days in a row in the section just reading Crazy. and recopying a bunch of shit. I still have those books where I copy down a bunch of stuff. I feel that libraries... <laughs> on the whole, are, like, so pleasant when you're just sort of, like, you're, like, surrounded by, like, physical knowledge. Like, I mean, yeah. like, sure. I love inter- that. The internet, like, beats it, like, in, like, millions and of sound. ways and yep. fucking and tons of, like, especially if you actually pay for catalogs and stuff like that. Like, but to it get into, feels like, different. To get into, like, medical journal stuff. Yeah. Stuff and whatever, which is, I mean, like, the kind of the only reason that libraries exist now or the, for the periodicals and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's so cold. There's no history in it. Like there's not hundreds of other hands that touched and perused the words. Well, on that's super gross. <laughs> the, the thing though is that there, there's like it is so much more efficient and so much more up to date and so much more accurate I on the know. internet. Well, like, exactly. Like, no there, there's one book. It's taken out. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> As opposed to just like why can't we both be reading the same thing on the internet? Oh, we totally yeah, can. You can. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it is certainly the future, but there's just there's still something I find like magical about a library. There is. Like, there is. Right, is sneaking a message in one of the pages, and the next person who runs us like, I wonder who wrote that and what they were thinking at the I time. I feel like you and I have had very different library experiences. I oh, I re- okay, I understand. No offense. Awkward. Silence. I studied English <laughs> and history in university, and you didn't go. Nope. <laughs> nope. You calling me dumb? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like, when I was in library, I wasn't there to explore a fucking magical land. <laughs> I was there for, like, boring-ass work and, like, pouring over fucking shit. I liked knowledge that was fun. 
That was always the worst when, uh, like, for English and history and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, where if there was, like, a limited number of books that the class needed, you could only, like, have it for an hour and you couldn't physically take it out of the library. Oh, my God. So you had to have, like, physical, like, library lockdown on the fucking book. Yeah. Which is, like, oh, that's fucking shitty. The only thing that was good about that was when I was at Loyola. This is great podcasting, guys. This <laughs> was when I was at Loyola because I lived right near there, so I could go at awkward hours at like two o'clock in the morning and like, guaranteed read, to have it. Guaranteed have the book. Yeah. But yeah, libraries are fun. And I feel like that's another thing that big kids are going to miss out on. I remember trips to the library being like a big deal. Whatever they have is going to be better, unless it's the the like annihilation of the internet and some kind of like nuclear holocaust or like absolute fucking control over like. Knowledge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like they, um... The internet takes over our brains. You heard about the thing that happened on the Kindle? I think it was, like, last year. Yeah, and it was, like, 1984. It was so good, because it was 1984. It was doubled. So, the Orwell Estate, the the digital copy of 1984 that the Kindle was selling had not correctly... Renewed its license or something. Renewed its license with the Orwell Estate of 1984. So, people who like bought a copy like a legally obtained copy of 1984 when they updated their kindle it was just removed without any explanation (laughs) which is terrifying because it's 1984 literally rewriting history to to exactly like the most subversive thing in the world you're being like this is subversive content removed like i mean it was because of a copyright issue but like that's true of digital fucking stuff is that like if someone wants to delete it they can or yep. a thing that's like a piece of paper in your hand that's you, you used that's to buy there. stuff you don't buy stuff anymore you rent stuff and like everything 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 that is digital and online is going to go into that that description all video games you're not going to see them on discs anymore it's all going to be yeah like definitely downloadable right. that's stuff. why i have a hard time with things i mean ownership becomes completely intangible at this point the only that's way scary. to protect it is to have very very powerful government and people in our government that are interested in protecting our rights it's the they, only they don't chance. fully understand they, well, yeah which right now very few people really understand myself included the, the whole like complex story behind all this but like Having people who can acknowledge that they don't understand it and enact legislation based on that, like, <laughs> fucking... I don't really understand these computers. I'm just going to make decisions. Yeah. Law passed. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All sad. Uh, it's from Robot Dog. Okay. Sit, Robot Dog. Burp, burp. Fuck. I don't know. That fuck to me is, is from... That one was lifted from... Um, uh, the Don Hertzfeld. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, when he just like the guy tears, is it? And now angry tits fire out of my nipples. No, it's, no but it's yeah. just is. Wait, tits fire out of your nipples? T- angry tits, tits, rawrz. And then the guy. No, but the angry. I don't think angry tits fire. No, 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 no you're right, right. It's, it's somewhere else where he says. It's fuck. when he like when he's like, oh, like his eyes explode or whatever, and the guy's looking at him. Fuck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, with, it's with the, like, happy jazz playing in the background, and then there's, like, the, the geyser of blood fires out of the guy's yeah. eye. And the <laughs> other guy's just looking. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, so good. This is, you've seen, uh, rejected. Don Hertzfeld's Rejected. Oh, my God. Whoa, this is Sophie. Like, yeah. What, no, what is it? See this. It's, uh, it was an Academy Award-nominated short yeah. animated film. It didn't win? I'm no, sure Don Hertzfeld's, uh, one of his things won. Did it win? I think it might have. Was certainly nominated for yeah, it an animated short film, traditional animation, like traditional animation, like hand drawn stick whatever. figures, and yeah. I've never even heard of this. Why? Wow, you never like heard anybody in the history of hanging out with us say my spoon is too big. My spoon is it's too big. big. Nope. My spoon is too big. <laughs> I am a banana. General Mills. <laughs> well, I guess now I don't need to see it. No, oh no, no, no. God, like, that's like the tip this. of the iceberg. That's yeah, like the first three seconds of it. It's ten minutes long, and it's like the most absurd solid gold comedy that has ever... I was at a party once where somebody mentioned that this like Don Hertzfeld thing, and nobody had heard of it, or like like five people were like, oh my god, it's the funniest thing ever. And like literally 40 people sat down, shut up, and sat down like in front of a computer screen, and all of us were laughing our balls off for yeah. the full ten minutes. It's so funny. And this is dating way back. Way back, Ronan, yeah. Ronan was on 2nd Avenue. This was at the party at Ronan 2nd Avenue, when yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah. the whole party shut down to laugh for 10 I remember minutes. that apartment. I yeah. did barefoot combat with Hooper in the street there one time in the middle of the night. It was cool. I shot a horror movie in the basement while there was a party going on upstairs yep. in that apartment. We showed up there <laughs> wasted at 3 o'clock in the morning and drove off. Hey, Ronan, come here. And he yeah. just comes out and is like, it's pajamas with two bottles of wine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ronan, let's go. 
Good times. Good times and we're done. Hey, yep. guys, remember being 20-something? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, John, I see you watched Star Trek again. I did, and it was delightful. You know why it got me so excited? Super, super excited. Why? The new Star Trek because that's in? the guy who's making Star Wars. If that Star Trek movie... Oh, yeah, had, that's right. Had Wait a second. Word... I don't know if Matt Cabway is a listener, but yeah. Matt Cabway, pay attention to this right okay. now. Okay. It, it was, like, like let me be fair, it was dumb as fuck. Like, it was stupid, stupid, stupid. But the it's fun! The plot was full of holes, but it was fun. It was, like, high-paced. It was action. It was, like, space adventure. You know? It exactly what I want from was, high, yeah. high space adventure. It was not, like, gritty and dark and fucking whatever. It was just, like, fun people doing fun stuff, and there's aliens and laser guns. Plus, you have two of my, my celebrity crushes in there. Carl Urban, which is my egg candy, and Simon Carl Pegg, Weathers? which is my comedy candy. Huh. Who's Carl Urban? Carl Urban? He was yeah. McCoy. Bones... Is he in the X Men movies? You have a crush on that guy? Oh, I, I love Carl Urban. He was like the Carl weakest Urban. part of the whole. Uh, Are you whole kidding cast me? Yet. Oh my, he's in he, and Lord or of the is Rings. Is he not he's... in the X Men films? The no. new class. No. I think he might be. No, he's not. Days of Future Past. This is where Scott. Oh, in the in. new new one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. don't know. I haven't seen any trailers. Uh, okay. Anyway, here's the thing. This guy doing like high adventure in space with laser guns and aliens and pew pew is doing Star Wars. It's going to be fucking Here, so much fun. First of all, like one like of the that movie could one of the, one of the criticisms movie. of Star Trek was it was too much like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got fucking Star Wars. Yeah. And I think all the fucking fanboys <coughs> Matt Cowboy. Abrams is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the fanboys, Matt. Yeah. Like who are like, "We're going to wreck Star Wars." I was like, "Fucking really? Really watch Star Wars." Here's what it is. It's a fucking fun fucking laser sword yeah. movie where there are not plot holes and there's kind of a, a grand theme of good versus evil. Like, the main savior of Star Wars is that it's too simple to be fucked up. Yeah. Like, the reason why we like it so much is because it doesn't have problems. Like, you can't find really problems because it's a fucking straight line of a story. Yeah. Like, that is why Star Wars is, like, beloved because you can't fucking pick it apart. And, and, and this fact, is why like, we keep going back for more. Even it's though when it's... you add details and all kinds of other like explanations and shit that it does. That's when it apart. ruins it. Yeah, because yeah, like fucking that it takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Think about that for half a second. You're like, wait, so they're all they're all humans, but not all of them. But there's some humans on multiple planets, but not all of them. Yeah. And then there's also sometimes completely humanoid. Rob- like aliens. The answer to but, that is fucking whatever. But not yeah. all of them. Look, they get Light laser swords. swords. <laughs> exactly, yeah. laser swords. <laughs> Also magic powers. Yeah. But only some people. And apparently only humans. Yeah. What? Shut up. Like, <laughs> if you know. think about Star Wars for like... Other people get magic powers. Yeah. Only humanoid aliens are ever, ever fucking force attuned. Wait, are there... N- oh, yeah, you're right. I guess Rancors don't humanoid? get force no. powers. Yeah, Rancors, Jabba, like fucking Watto. Like, they can be force immune or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jedis are always fucking... Humanoid. Humanoids. Huh. Like the least humanoid Jedi one, I think, is Yoda. Tall, no, 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 there's the tall, weird, lanky guy, but he's still fucking, I believe, yeah. bipedal and humanoid. <laughs> like, mm. like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, I mean, there are alien-esque people who control the Force, yeah. but I don't think any of the creatures have ever exemplified, even in the fucking fiction. Yeah. I really I know, just, whatever, it's fun as fuck. No, I know, like, but I'm yeah. saying, it. but if you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, wait, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it doesn't matter, because it's fucking Star Wars. And Star Wars is essentially... Essentially, a fantasy film. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. absolutely not really sci-fi. It's just like it has like a science fiction backdrop, but there is zero science in any of it. Like fucking. <laughs> it's like the perfect whatever. Well, the science only science movie. is that there are lasers and faster than light travel. But which, even you know. still, like and spaceships. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking building the fucking like imperial fleet is just like logistically impossible like where do they get the material for that <laughs> like fucking building a star destroyer is crazy building a super star destroyer is fucking ridiculous building two death stars like <laughs> what the fuck where is this fucking coming from yeah. like all of the resources of multiple planets must go into building these things yeah. who cares they look cool or coruscant <laughs> like an entire entire planet covered in city where did that metal come from it's bonkers yeah. like that shit is in Star Wars, and that's why it's gonna be fucking cool when it's lasers, pew pew, and JJ Abrams. Oh my god, it's gonna be like super high paced. Good, I'm, I'm, I'm totally pumped. I'm for excited. It I can't yeah. fucking wait. Yeah. I don't know if this was talked about in a podcast. Did we all see the second one? I didn't see the second. I one. haven't seen a second Star yeah. Trek. No. Is it I still in theaters? No, it absolutely no, it's is not. not. It's coming out on video, like either if last not, week or next week. Yeah. Kind well, of thing. Well, when you come back, let's get yeah, together, we and totally watch get together and watch it. I was gonna say. Star Wars related okay. that with the open sourcing of Star Wars and other people being able to be in charge of it and all that I really don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast and if you are a no 
fucking loyal listener, I apologize. Okay. But the movie that I want to see the most in open source Star Wars world is Quentin Tarantino directs a young Lando Calrissian film. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be fucking black exploitation Star yeah. Wars, and it would be amazing. Yeah. Only but if he wears that same exact costume. With a, it's like a Dracula cape with a fro. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Exactly, just whatever, him, like, hustling, like, yeah. Sabak tables or whatever the fuck it is that they play and fucking, like, winning the Millennium Falcon yeah. and then, like, having fucking adventures and saying motherfucker all the time. Like, and he would probably slip in a Colt 45 joke. Yeah, exactly. Oh Works every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, drinks a Colt 45 and bangs Wait a minute. Like, this whole like, thing is open now? Disney is actually, like, letting other people... It's not, they're not letting other people, but the yeah. thing is, is that it's no longer controlled by a person. It's controlled yeah. by, like, the, the idea that Disney yeah. said is that we're going to put the best people involved in the various projects. Right. So I believe that a black exploitation Lando Calrissian film yeah. the best person is Quentin Tarantino to direct it okay 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 we could totally do more of these alright <laughs> Clint Eastwood directs Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's adventures on Tatooine as, as they go across and it's a fucking wild west shoot oh em up no but it's not though it's like yeah. an hour and 45 minutes of farming and then 15 minutes of horrible shoot em up <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, just, yeah. it's an hour 45 of being like Beru don't ever look at me way again <laughs> so good uh, who else who else who else there's gotta be <laughs> like, no 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 Kevin Smith needs to direct troops yeah like just, <laughs> just like fucking two troops who are like on some outpost on like Hoth or whatever before it becomes important just being like yeah. hey you know what really bugs me just yes. like, no action whatsoever I'm They're... not even supposed to be here today exactly this is, are you fucking kidding me yeah. rebels are setting up a base yeah. on Hoth Oh, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. Like, we got sent here as punishment. We're yeah. two people. Fucking super good. Okay. Oh, my God. There's so many good ones. Martin Scorsese directs this, like, three-hour-long um, thing of Yoda alone on Dagobah as he's slowly losing his mind, and it's this, like... No, it'd be Aronofsky. Oh, yes. Darren Aronofsky is Lord Yoda Aronofsky's goes Aronofsky's crazy. Aronofsky's Yoda, and it's, like, a black and white, just Yoda looking down. <laughs> No, no, no! Crap. Fucking uh, like Scorsese would di- would direct like a fucking like a weird um, like imperial parliament fucking like thriller thing where it's like one man like a like, political sh- epic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like a high like high political epic and whatever. Yeah. Where it also ends in a bloodbath. Yeah, with like forty <laughs> main characters. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> Spike Jones directs a Chewbacca film. <laughs> it's just like it's Chewbacca just dancing and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe maybe Spike Lee would get uh, would get Lando if you wanted it to be really gritty and yeah. not like black exploitation. They could do it together, like pretty <laughs> a Spike Lee Quentin Tarantino <laughs> joint. joint. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, man, we gotta get Scott to make the posters for this. <laughs> who's the guy with the explosion? Michael Bay. Yeah. You know when Darth Vader blows up Princess Leia's planet? Yeah, mm-hmm. Alderaan. He should do that. Exactly. A day like any other on Alderaan. <laughs> it's like a 45-minute explosion yeah. sequence as, like, Captain Alderaan tries to yeah, save his family. The day Alderaan stood still. <laughs> and somehow there'll be robots in there. Obviously there'll be yeah. robots. Yeah. And it'll be slightly racist against black people. Totally. Mm-hmm. Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be... I don't know. I'm really excited for some of these films. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, fucking absolutely. Seriously, the Aronofsky Yoda movie? That'd be fucking dark. Why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, going in and out of like, the weird cave that shows your greatest fears and shit? Yeah. Fuck, like, imagine... And then, and then he goes in there for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I lived there in my yeah. greatest fears. Holy shit. So much good stuff could come out and of it. And then this kid shows up and he like puts all of his hope into him? Yep. Man. And, then it's like, and it seems doubly crazy because he's like crazy at that point yeah and so you're he, like and, whoa and he's got the force going on so he knows it's fucking vader's kid and yeah. he's like no i'm gonna teach him fucking anyway it's gonna be crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fucking crazy nothing yeah. could go wrong <laughs> oh, yeah. i love you guys you're super good this is why you guys are my friends <laughs> uh, i feel like the wachowskis would fuck up something oh yeah totally <laughs> Just be no, no, they, somebody would give them a pod racer movie and they'd just do fucking pod races and everybody would be like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> like, oh, it was exactly Speed Racer. They just reskinned it. Exactly. But whatever, those pod races are pretty cool. Yeah, they looked, they looked fucking good. <laughs> ah, good times. Disney, yeah. I know you're listening. Yeah, make it happen. I can make all these happen. Wachowski's Speed Racer. I mean, exactly. Well, they said they, they, uh, I feel there's something, hmm? something Whedon can do. There's gotta be... I think he would get the like a real 
Maybe he'll get episode eight. Yeah, like he'd get a real he, one. He gets, he could, gets he one he of could the posters. Totally do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or he would get like the actual for realsies Yoda movie that is like, I know, oh my god. Yeah. Joss Whedon gets the X Men TV series. Not X Men. X Wing. The X Wing. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. fucking so good. Ooh, Joss yeah. Whedon gets the X Wing TV series. Yep. Gets a, like a, a, On week, a weekly fucking AMC high budget the X Wing series of them cleaning up the Empire after mm-hmm. uh, nice one. destruction. Yep. Yeah, I'm so gonna get another beer. Rebel Alliance. Huh. I want to see all of these, and I feel really shitty that I can't name more than just those. I, w- I really wanted to include Wrigley Scott, but I don't know yeah. what the hell he would direct in there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Thinking like. It would be a character that would fit in his life. You don't even know. I got fucking Ridley Scott right up my fucking sleeve. Are you ready for this? There's yeah. a weird alien that is fucking in the Death Star construction. Okay. So the movie is Aliens, but on a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The film, it's, like, it's just a construction crew. Yeah. Like, it's like the, the well, they just built the framework, and then there's some fucking weird space organism in there. You wouldn't go more of his, his like, gladiator epic style? No, because no. Alien was my favorite Ridley Scott more. film. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think Gladiator was a really good. I was, apps. I was thinking maybe like, uh, what's the planet where it's all very bar-like? You know, the, it's. Uh, I think you're thinking of Tatooine. No, I'm thinking of the. Uh, no, not Tatooine. Corellia. Maybe. Han Solo's planet. No, it's the one where there's a bunch of traitors all the time. And Tatooine. I'm thinking of Tatooine. No, that's the desert kind yeah. of planet. That's, no, that's where all the bar scenes are. Okay. Well, I, I'm Pretty not sure. sure. In the films or in the fiction. In the films. In and the films, the bar yeah. scenes are almost all in Tatooine. Yeah. Like Jabba's okay. barge and the fucking canteen are all in Tatooine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was picturing uh, him do that, you know, because it's very Blade Runner-esque. That's yeah. true, eh? Yeah. Could go, be, uh, go Blade Runner. He could do a whole course on yeah. super yeah, yeah, yeah. dark uh, fucking... It wouldn't even have to be... Like, this is the thing. Like, there's. I also just took it... I, ch- I changed my mind. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, Scorsese obviously does a Corellia mob film. Yeah, because oh it's all God. the gambling on Corellia. Totally on it. That'd yeah, be so good. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing: we're all like trying to link these into existing characters, but you totally don't have to. You could just do have Ridley Scott do a Blade Runner esque, dark, twisted future thing on fucking Coruscant. Like, yeah, and it just tells the stories of new characters living on Coruscant, showing uh, how fucking grim and horrible the future is for a lot of normal people living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they never really got into it that much in the books. Yeah, that I believe they touched on it in the X Wing series, like about how shitty life was for. A lot of people on Coruscant because, yeah. like, there's no new area on Coruscant. Yeah. So they're, like, continually tearing down buildings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, fucking poor ass people who can't leave Coruscant because even, like, transportation off of Coruscant is, like, exorbitantly. Everything is crazy expensive. Right. So these people, like, living in these tenements who are, like, trying to, like, just find out the schedules of when these buildings get torn down because these buildings will get torn down because it's Coruscant. Right. So it's like people like living in these fucked up fucking shells of buildings. Slums. Wit- never knowing if the building is going to be there the next about day. About to get destroyed by yeah. a giant fucking like building builder. You know? Like robot yeah. thing. Like, like whatever. Like that's a fucking that's a scary ass film. Better than that it's a story. There's yeah. fucking stories to be told in the Star Wars universe and a world of directors who could do it. Who Who's the one who did uh, Batman Begins again? Batman Begins? Chris uh, Chris, Chris Nolan. Yeah. Chris Nolan could do the story of how Chewie and Han Solo met and bonded. Backwards. Backwards? Yeah, I don't know. I see, <laughs> I see Chris getting into something new. No, no, Chris Nolan could do Boba Fett film. Yeah? He absolutely would. Yeah. Like Batman. He's, he's too good yeah. at t- making things new, making them his own. Yeah, Boba yeah. Fett. Boba Fett is a character who is a fucking certifiable badass with really no backstory. That's well, true. they kind of gave him a bad story. They did, but they, no, but they gave him a child backstory. Did you backstory. notice I said bad story? Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. But so we know how he became a kid, and then he was a ridiculous badass in the next films. Yeah. yeah. That whole middle section is like fucking open fucking playground. Totally. How he became the fucking I think I think he galaxy's was one of the greatest bounty hunters. He was one of the characters they talked about doing a whole movie just for him yeah. when they were setting up this whole movie. As directed movie. by Christopher Nolan. I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's Han Solo, Boba Fett and uh, Yoda. Yoda are the yeah. three that are getting the their the own film treatment. treatment. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's in the right hands, a straight up Yoda movie could be fucking amazing. I don't know how I feel about this. Well, I, I why don't, don't you know. tell us? Well, I mean, 
I'm going to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. If like, I can't not. I, I mean, everything that. in my body is just going to melt if I don't. But I, I mean. I, I guess we didn't learn our lessons with episode one, two, and then three. No, <laughs> like, and that's what's fucking time, ridiculous about Star Wars. You yeah. just can't stop. I, you remember going to see three and being like, it happened to me twice. I'm sure it's going to happen again. I'm just going to be disappointed. But I have awful. to see this in shit. fucking theaters. I'm going to get yeah. so mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. And it happened. To be fair, though. Yeah. One and, and then two, what? You buy them on One TV. and two. No, that I did not do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I one did. and two lowered the bar so low <laughs> that I actually enjoyed three. I completely agree. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the bar was so low that I was like, well, that didn't suck as bad as the other two. And, like, was and that was the, glowing praise. It was probably the satisfaction of seeing all this horrible shit happening to the whiny kid we hated for three movies. Oh, my God. I wasn't even satisfied with that. It was. I wasn't even satisfied because yeah. you know what they did? Do you know what fucking happened? Do you know what happened in episode three? What happened they in episode three? They made Darth Vader not a badass anymore and was a whiny bitch. They yeah. really, yeah. Like, sure like, like I said, like they were, they were uh, I was reading this thing, talking about how fucking terrible... The transition is if you watch it in order. Yeah. Because when Darth Vader shows up in episode four, you're like, oh, poor guy. Yeah. And he's no longer a badass. When he showed up in episode four and you watched it as a kid, you were like, who the who fuck is, is this? He's amazing. He, does, he doesn't take shit from anybody. He fucking chokes people around for fucking Choke no reason. Choke people up, fucking yeah. threatening a fucking girl. Fucking yeah. who gives a fuck? Darth Vader doesn't. Like, Han Solo opens the door, do, like, no, just sees Vader, doesn't no, see shit. Two. I don't, I'm fucking continuing the thing. We're, 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 we're talking about the on. no. We're talking about the transition. The transition I'm, of closing scene. I'm changing three. the subject. No. Han Solo opens the door, immediately starts fucking shooting, and he just puts his hand up and starts reflecting hey. laser blasts back at fucking the heroes. It was amazing. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But yeah. But that moment in Episode Four. Yeah. Like that that film. If you're watching it back to back in form of a series, yeah. that's like 15 minutes of screen time yeah. later. Then you see him like crying and getting robotified. Yeah. And now he's here on fucking. Uh, like boarding Leia's ship, and you're yeah. like, that's now kind of a sad scene. You're like, oh man, he's really it's lost his own touch. daughter. Like, he's man, he's just lost himself. Yeah, he used to be course. so sensitive. Yeah, remember him being so happy at them pod races. Yeah, but it, so fuck you, episode one. No, but just fuck you, episode two and three and everything yeah. for fucking making Darth Vader like a pussy. Yeah, like he's just a sad little man now. They were trying to create empathy for the character, I guess, but it just completely backfired. It, it, it didn't backfire. You have empathy for him, but he's such a badass that you No, shouldn't. I have no empathy yeah. for somebody this fucking whiny and stupid. I don't None. Know. I feel a little bad for him. <laughs> this guy feels so, so sorry for himself that he fucks everything up for himself and try, instead of trying to help himself and the situation around him. I don't think nope. you're... Th- uh, I, think, I don't think you're properly weighing midichlorians. Okay, whatever. His whole... His midichlorians whole, are dumb! His whole descent in the first three films was like, should, should... Those three movies should be expunged and redone. Like... Great. They could be done better. There is okay. a better story to tell about, like somebody's descent into madness. Yeah, no, that that's definitely true. But then we're kind of like tossing it into the same boat as like Spider-Man. Let's do another reboot. Let's do another reboot. Well, or Superman is what I should have said. It's like yeah, Spider-Man did it too, though. Yeah, Spider-Man did it once. Yeah, but we all we all sort of complained about the Spider-Man because they didn't necessarily need it. Superman absolutely needed a reboot. And um, to be fair, I do much, and I've said it before, yeah. I much prefer the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Well, those are the, the original three. No. No. Tobey Maguire was in the first three with yeah. uh, Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, and the new one is really yeah. good. We watched it. it. Is, yeah, yeah, I thought it was alright. Yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. It, it was fun. I don't. I don't see that. It just. I don't think that they. I feel that it could have taken the animated Ninja Turtles film approach, the CG one, which was, here's Spider-Man, he was like, in the credits, like, just do like a fucking splash of like the comics, whatever, bitten by a radioactive spider, whatever else like that, he lives with his anime, da 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 now movie, go! Like I, that, that was the only part that really fucking bugged me, is being like, another origin story story of Spider-Man? First of all, we all know the fucking origin story of Spider-Man, like, he probably, I would say third most known fucking origin story of any fucking superhero like Batman Superman Spider-Man yep like fucking parents and, and in front of and a it's theater. not in that order it's like a questionable three way tie almost right like, eh, Superman, Superman I think is number one Crash more. from his home planet destroyed yeah, yeah. Superman's number one Batman and Spider-Man are probably on par with each other yeah like, but anyway those, those three are way fucking up there yep yep do we're coming up on the hour? Do you want to wrap on video games? I have some video games. Oh stuff. my god, I have so much video game stuff. Sorry. Are we really on an hour? Yeah. We're at fifty. I'm glad minutes. I don't get to talk about that movie that I watched. What recently. movie? Does that matter? I'm glad. 
I know. I'm. I'm kind of glad. Well, I mean, I was gonna. I'm like, what the about. fuck am I gonna talk about today? <laughs> I should really make an effort to like look for new stuff so I yeah. have shit to talk about as opposed to just comment and make fun of you guys. Mm-hmm. But no, I I watched the Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh yeah, was it? Um, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted, and I want to rewatch it because okay. I watched it with guys Tune that were talking. Week. That yeah, sucks. no, maybe yeah. not. Maybe. It's just it was a little campy. There, yeah. it, it was a bit too cheesy and on purpose to yeah. to give it that whole 1950s feel. Uh, you know, cool from the original purpose. Wizard of Oz kind of thing. But it had some really cool aspects. And I gotta say, what's the name of that girl who played Jackie on that '70s show? Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Yeah. Yeah, she did a fantastic job. What about James Franco? He's dreamy. Yeah. Well, you can marry him. He's not my type, Keith. Well, he's absolutely my type. Well, there you go. It's settled. <laughs> James Franco and Ryan Gosling all up yep. in here. Yep. Not. No, you can, oh, no way. Those boys are way too clean cut. They're prettier than I am. That wouldn't work. <laughs> Maybe that's why it works. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, like, like, when they start talking, I'm like, shh, you're beautiful. <laughs> shh, don't talk. Just just blink at don't me. Don't talk, James Franco. <laughs> just don't, whisper. Don't talk, Ryan Gosling. Anyway, you, you don't have anything to say about Franco's performance? Well, um, he like did Franco really, now. really well in the sense that it really felt like I was watching one of those, like, 1950s performances for a family-friendly thing. Huh. He was the overly smarmy, overly... Um, I'm gonna learn a lesson for my wicked ways, kind of guy. Really? That that you have sympathy for, but love at the, to hate at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it was, it, it was it well. the movie tried to do the tone of the 1950s one in in a modern way. Weird. Yes. I, I kind of want to see weird. it more now. Yeah. Not necessarily of the 1950s one, but I think that what she's saying is that it just tried to do the tone of like a 1950s family movie. Like, yes. Yes. You know, but think, with all think, our resources. Do you remember yeah. the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Was it a little like that? Uh, I never really saw the entire thing. Okay. The original. Heresy! Pardon? I said heresy. Yeah. Sorry. Original Charlie and Chocolate Factory is fucking amazing. Yeah, so I hear. Yeah, I heard they did a remake. The remake is very bad. Didn't yeah, see it. with Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's quite bad. I think another one of the. I might own it on DVD. I saw it. I have it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Was it terrible? Um, some of it was. Other things was like me going, "Oh my god, the colors!" So I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. If you haven't seen the original one, it probably changed your perception of the whole story. Did you read the books when you were a kid? Nope. Uh, I didn't know what that shit was until I was somewhere in high school. My God, that was like my entire childhood. Nope. No idea. Roll down, Gordon Corman. What up? I grew up in French, guys. I grew up in French. Holla if you were a slightly geeky kid in elementary school, Roald Dahl and George Corman. George Corman. <laughs> Gordon Corman. Did, yeah. Do we have enough time to talk about the game you wanted to talk about, John? No, whatever. I have a game, too. Yeah? Okay, you do yours. Okay. Mine's pretty fast, because yeah. I'm not that far into it. Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, yeah. starring Michael Bean, as I can't even remember his name. I believe it's Sergeant, like... Sergeant Rock Striker or something, yeah. or Rock Striker Power. That's an amazing it's name. It's so good. It takes place at the end of the in the near future at the end of the twentieth century, <laughs> <laughs> meaning late nineties. If yeah. I ever reproduce, that's what I'm naming my son. And Rock Scott... Striker, Rock Striker Power. Yes, Rock Striker Power. So it's like it's him, like and the 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 cinematics are all like sixteen bit, like those slow moving, slightly animated, like yeah. things like like even though there's a voiceover, like the words kind of scrolling, and they were just sort of like. Welcome back, Sergeant. You are now a Mark IV cyborg. <laughs> and he's like, let's get it on. <laughs> like, it's so good. Oh, my God. Just fucking nonstop insanity. Like, yeah. the fucking... And so much perf- so much, so much perfect in this fucking game. Yeah. Instead of a loading bar, there's a tracking dial. Uh-huh. How much so- perfect? So much perfect. All right. Like, a tracking dial. Like, while the screen, like, warbles in, like, a tracking right. on a VHS tape. The little- so, hold on. This is, like, a full-on Far Cry game, right? Ish, yeah. It's Ish. A, it's a, it's a toned down Far Cry. What does game. it play like? It's an open world fucking shooter, a la Far Cry. But that okay. open world is a fucking island full of cyborgs. Okay. And, and you run around shooting cyborgs and dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing wrong with anything. <laughs> there's and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The Michael Bean voiceover is hilarious. Like the fucking tutorials, they were like engaging tutorial. He's like, what the fuck? I'm, oh god damn it! It's like and you can't do anything. And they're like, <laughs> press like circle to crouch. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you need to teach me how to crouch? Like just like while he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like look around to look around. 
oh come on <laughs> you're just like like the opening scene you're just at there's pointless tutorials and stuff yeah. like that they were like sick of these tutorials and it's like upgrade to the premium like package <laughs> to fucking have the game play itself for you <laughs> it's like so good wait did you just say there's like machines and dinosaurs in the same thing yeah do you guys remember this cartoon called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs yeah yes absolutely alright it's possibly even been a topic on this show has it really yes <laughs> Okay. Right. I thought you were going to say Dino Riders because that also happened. No, Dino I remember Riders. Dino Riders. Or Beast Wars. That shit was great. Yeah, Beast Wars wasn't really robots. I just dinosaurs. rewatched it. Was they dinosaur robot robots. Beast but it wasn't robots and dinosaurs. No, 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 they okay, were fine. robot dinosaurs. Denver, That's fine. Anyway, the last dinosaur. Here's fucking craziness. Like, yeah. so in Far Cry 3, you can always pick up a pebble and, like, throw it to, okay. like, distract, make noise. distract yeah. and make noise for completely inexplicable reasons. You throw a D20. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the voiceover tutorials just sort of like, like, press this button to activate, like, a D20 that you can throw to distract, like, your enemies. Nerd. <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not explained or anything. So your, your fucking cyber commando just throws it a D20. throws dice at people. <laughs> just to distract them so they well, go after knowing them. your target audience. It's so good. Like, fucking, like, everything about it just, like... When like there's a button that just gives the finger. Yeah. <laughs> you press the button, you give your enemies the finger because you're a fucking cyber commando. That sounds amazing. Was it like a full release title or it's a? It's a it was a it's a standalone DLC. Okay. Like when they did the. Um, what is this? Far Cry Three. Far Cry Three was a very very large video game. We had Michael Mando on the Go Plug Yourself podcast. You no, but what are you talking about? Fallout Three. Far Cry Three. <sighs> That's what I just said. No, you said Fallout. Did I? Twice? Yes, maybe. Nope, once. Once. First time was okay, second time was followed. Incorrect. <laughs> yes. Anyway, fucking... I'm listening, Sophie. Yes, John. Sober John. Yep. Exactly. Listens. John, John's not <laughs> drinking beer tonight, and he's like, fucking sharp as a tack. <laughs> Tomorrow uh, he quits. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle these people anymore. Exactly. <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super good. Yeah. Like, just fucking fun times. Like, fucking Michael Bean's voiceover is, like, super good. You have a robot arm. There's, like, a weird, like, <laughs> cyborg haze over everything. Like, uh-huh. everything's kind of weird because you're a cyborg. Yeah. So you see it. So it always looks a little, like, toned down. Fucking robots and cyborgs and fun. If you're it sounds in, awesome. It's just, like, it's. I think it was really, like, Far Cry 3 was a huge fucking undertaking for the Ubisoft team. Yeah. And then they had this amazing engine, and they were like, do you want to make a really fucking silly game? And they were like, yes, Yeah, please. we do. Yeah. And then they just used this fucking brilliant engine that they had created. That and sounds like, great. Just yeah. ported it into it. And you're playing Dragon Dead. Okay, so it's called... <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? This name. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. <laughs> That's awesome. Dragons. I'm Dragons. writing this down. Dragons Dogma, Dogma. colon Dark Arisen. So colon. it's like, um, I, I, I'm like I'm so conflicted about this game. It it is not like outstandingly amazing. But <laughs> let's let's get this out of the way. It's not good. Guys. It's it's well like it's not something that we're all going to be talking about as one of the great titles of the last decade. You know? Okay. Did it but, come out recently? Like yeah, within the last year or two. Okay. Because the graphics the graphics look like early gen PS3. It's it's actually. Okay, well, yeah, that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, there's some scenes of it that look bad and some that look, like, really incredible, so there's a bit of hit and miss there. Yeah. But um, it's like a, in a sense, like, if you took a 1995 um, Square RPG... It's like Final mer- Fantasy VI. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI, you merged it with an MMO from today, like World of Warcraft. Yeah, it looks a lot like, looks like World of Warcraft... EverQuest when you're watching it. Yeah, so like they're like jammed together and then you slap on a combat system that is a little bit of um, God of War. Like and so some of those notes it hits really well and so, like like the the character building and the different classes and managing equipment and upgrading your equipment and having all these different spells and kidding your characters out with all kinds of cool shit and then some of them like the translation is fucking horrible like a 1995 <laughs> thing and and the like the characters do stuff that just doesn't make any sense and like like an event will happen and other characters just won't react to it and you'll be like what the fuck is even going on like maybe no. you picked up a party member too earlier it looked <laughs> yeah. nice I mean I walked in your guy was doing something with a stick and it was glowing yeah yeah and it but but it's just like it was glowing pretty I, I, I'm just like totally charmed with that like we talked about this a while back like why hasn't somebody just done an old school style RPG yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like done it right and I can't, like this is a deeply flawed game but I think that like some of those flaws were part of the charm of 
of like of the old school RPG world. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like, like magically changing character classes. Okay, my guy was a fucking wizard one second, and then I talked to an innkeeper, and now he's a fucking gigantic warrior running around with two-handed sword. What? Duh. Why not? Because it's a fucking RPG. Like, that that happens in this game, and they're okay with that. And I'm okay with that, and it's fun as hell. Like, <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about it. Like, I have tons of bad things to say about it, but as, a, as an experience, it's just delightful. Ooh. Yeah. And That's we're fun. brought full circle back to Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've done a bad thing to say about Star Trek, but it's an experience. Yeah. It's I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you can end on that note. I love yeah. these things, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's wonderful. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye, friends. Hopefully with all four of us. Toodles all. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.